reporting live from the pit. This is Jeanette and Erin. This weekend has been epic. It's night three. Never miss a Sunday show. I can't wait to see what tonight has in store. And you are listening to the pod, the pod that Jane likes. This is a DMB Society podcast. I got a sister named Jane. And this is the pod that Jane likes. And now, here are your hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, Matt, and Sean. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Trisha. Welcome back to the pod that Jane likes. It is episode eight, and we have so much to talk about. We had a huge weekend coming out of the gorge. And as we're recording this, fall tour dates have been announced. So we have so much to discuss. I'm here with my esteemed co-hosts. What's up, Matt? Hey, I'm kind of sad because lack of East Coast on the tour, but I have a lot of feelings about the whole thing, so I'm ready well, to get into it. That'll be exciting. We'll have a nice therapy session for everyone. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Sean? I'm good. I um, I think this episode is is kind of a um, like high and low episode. Like the gorge oh. was definitely a high. The fall tour is interesting conversation, and we're gonna. I think everybody's gonna get a little bit of both in this episode. All right, we got highs and lows, and most importantly, is Jeanette alive? Jeanette was at the gorge. How you doing? I am in full recovery mode. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell how different my voice sounds today, <laughs> but it has been a whirlwind of a weekend, and I'm home now. Not even 24 hours. Not even oh my gosh. a full day. I got I landed this morning. So you landed this morning. You're here recording. You are I fresh. Sure off am. I got board. lots to say. Exciting. Well, before we dive in, and we are gonna dive in, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening, for engaging, for the feedback and messages, for tagging us this weekend. We're so appreciative. This is a podcast by fans for the fans. So thank you for being on this journey with us. If you're new here, you could follow us on Instagram at pod that Jane likes. <laughs> You can find us. <laughs> but let's dive in to what we like to call the opener. Okay, the gorge was this weekend. Biggest the probably gorge. weekend for DMB fans. Huge weekend. DMB Society, which is Sean, in case anybody didn't know, posted that three nights, 61 songs, six tour debuts, zero repeats. There's a lot to talk about, but I think that we should go night by night. Absolutely. Dive in the night one. Set the stage for us, Jeanette. What was it like? I will tell you, I got a couple of messages that people were burning and it felt like the surface of the sun (laughs) heat wise. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the night started with that full in the rain opener, <laughs> which we the all band have. Favorite. The band listens to this yeah. podcast. I know it. Dave, if they listen up? and played it, that means they hate me. So I, mean, I don't know. They're trolling you. They're trolling. I mean, troll I don't know That's it. what Dave's good at. You know, he's like, he's the ultimate troll. troll, you know? And not only that, we talked about like, you know, away from the world on a few episodes and, and we got who tour debuts from away from the world that just night one right we got drunken soldier and the riff 
Mm-hmm. Incredible. Which drunken soldier was liberated? I mean, that's pretty incredible. And the riff has very few plays over the last few years, too. It's a it's a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time it was played was Vegas. But how was it? Oh, it was guys. It was (laughs) like just gosh, gosh. Okay, night one, the weather was brutal. That's probably my thorn of the whole weekend. Right. Mm. But, uh, you know, honestly, really, night one was the worst, I will say. So that that, you know, that had an effect on the energy a little bit. But I was in the pit and, you know, there's just nothing like the energy in the pit at that venue. Um, and there's nothing like that first night, you know, cresting the hill and and seeing the gorge and taking your walk down there. And it was still you know, amazing, even after your 20th time doing that. Like always. Hmm. It doesn't it, it it'll never get old. Just that view will never get old. And we, like we said last week, it the pictures don't do it justice. You'll never understand until you see with your own eyes. And yeah. And even every night I still have to go over that. I have to crest the hill. I have to go to the top. I can't, you know, there is right. a shortcut to get down to the bottom. I can't do it. Nope. I will go up to the top because you have to see it. But, you know, then the show starts and, you know, I thought it was incredible. I, I know, you know, I, I laughed when they opened with Full in the Rain because I felt <laughs> like they were completely, tri- you know, trolling Trisha. For anybody um, that missed our episode, we jammed about what song you want to put on the shelf. And I said Full in the Rain. And they open the last two shows with it. They open the gorge with it, though. Don't you think that's weird? No. Okay. I don't. Well, I feel like it's fun. I feel like they're on that kick now. They do yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like they get yeah. stuck on something and they like mm-hmm. think it's great. So they keep doing it. And I'm fine with it because I love that song. So I, I know most people do. I got a yeah. lot of hate messages. Um, but this was on, <laughs> this was broadcasted on XM. Yes. Right. Right. So we did hear it from afar. If you stayed up, if, right. you know, it started at 1030 <laughs> p.m. But yeah, all those all those uh, debut tour debuts that night, Ehi as well, which I was super excited for. Yeah, and I texted you guys this during the show. Best seek up of my life. Okay, did you hear that, guys? Bold Are you statement. listening? That is That's a bold, bold statement. statement. Seek up of my life. But we we heard it in the uh, SiriusXM broadcast, and it's 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 really good. It is uh, really good. Actually, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's really good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was it was just an incredible. An incredible night on paper, I guess, you know, you got that girl as you, um, what would you say? Lying in the hands of God. I mean, like things that have been played very frequently this tour, but it was a great way to set the tone for the weekend. They sounded incredible. Yes. And like, you could tell they were the energy, they felt the energy and they were ready for a weekend. You know, you could just feel it. I feel like Dave looked different. Like it looks like he lost weight. I think he sounded different. And it was almost like like an athlete would prepare for a big game. I feel like there was like some preparation for the gorge, like <laughs> oh, to take sure. it on. Cause I just thought they sounded incredible. And he looked, and they did. Incredible. They sure did. Yeah. Dave worked on his pliability. He's working like the TB12 method. <laughs> Maybe before, you know, something Maybe. like that. Who knows? So then night two comes along. Oh, night two was a freaking epic night. Yeah. Night two was incredible. I had lounge passes, so that was fun. Nice. Um, got to see some old friends in there, and that was great. The view from there is incredible. 
And it was just, what a great set. One Sweet World into You Never Know, followed by Fool of Think. Mm. I mean, what a great three songs. And then, you know, Can't Stop, but then Joyride happens. And that was just incredible. Incredible. Like I least expected it. Once again, Dave must be listening because did we not discuss 2004 songs a few episodes back? Mm -hmm. So when I heard that joyride, I was like, could I possibly get it crazy easy this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I will say our friend Brianna, who is an avid listener to the pod that Jay likes, I do want to shout her out because she did make a plea on Instagram. She tagged every band member and crew member for joyride. She really wanted that. And Sean posted the DMB Times on DMB Society. And the last time Joyride was played was 2019, but she wants to make sure we all know that that was a Gorge liberation and it hasn't been played at the Gorge since 2004. And she's right. Mm -hmm. She's right about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty amazing. Jeanette, can I get a uh, check-in on um, number 41? I, uh, I, (laughs) I didn't listen to the show, but I saw on the Almanac that Sojourner Barjuna outro was played. What was your, you know, is, is 41, you know, where, where's it at? It was definitely a little bit better because they did Sojourner of, Arjuna, of Arjuna interpolation at the end. So that was, uh, that was unexpected. Um, they brought that back. I actually, and this is not a bad thing. Okay. Before I start the story, oh I went to the lounge during stay or leave to refill my, my beverage. Okay. So by the time I started walking back to the stage, number 41 had started. You could see the moon. I was facing the crowd. So you could see the moon above the crowd. I tried to get it on video, but I was too not good at taking footage of this. But listening to 41 and seeing the moon, and then I had a walk. I was actually sitting on the other side of the venue as where the lounge was. So I had to walk through the whole entire crowd to get there. And the energy of the people that I was walking through slapping high fives dan- <laughs> like they would jump out and dance with me for a second while I walked by it was so fun and it was just so such an energy a 41 energy that like I was like oh maybe 41 woke up oh <laughs> it was like it was a really it was a really special 41 you know the people woke up 41 yeah it was it was a real good gorge 41 you know nice very cool hashtag wake up for me <laughs> dreaming tree and I saw a sledgehammer actually um they crossed out granny for that Mm. In case you didn't see I didn't that. know that. Yeah, I saw Aww. it today. On Great the call. Great call. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you guys are not sledgehammer lovers. I will not I, I won't get sick of sledgehammer, but I would also prefer a granny. Not gonna lie. Well, we all know the highlight of night two, right? One I, yep, one hundred percent. Go ahead. Let's all say it on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> What were you going to say? <laughs> what did you say, Matt? I didn't hear. I said, if only. Oh, well, if only was, was good. It was a tour debut. That's good. Again, another away from the <laughs> world song. Bring it back. Yeah, if we that's are. What get, he wants. I, I think it's important to note that. And I know this because my wife and I are about to celebrate our 10 year wedding anniversary. Aww. And we picked snow outside from away from the world. Aww. It came out of like days before we got married legit like three days i was like right. oh this has to be it <laughs> so i know that the the, uh, the 10-year anniversary is coming up for that album amazing which is probably uh, why everything is yeah but up. i'm so glad they are starting to play those songs again because they really have been choked for a really long time like yeah. they really only play sweet and rooftop and that's all we really hear from that album so i'm mm-hmm. really happy to see three more songs finally 
come back because it's mm-hmm. it doesn't get any love that album and I I, I think it's a solid album love and we like got- maybe they're practicing for a fall tour to play mm-hmm. them although we got broken things last we year did. Which You're was right. a we got, huge we got a, highlight yeah we got a few of those huge that, highlight are you listening band we want broken things <laughs> bring yes. back broken things again <laughs> exactly and then but oh my god so Lisa on Watchtower guys also oh. I don't want to I also don't want to ignore Kraz on sure. Break Free that was excellent that was excellent. And it, the ending was fun. It was the ending that we've all been waiting for. If we can't have our horns, give us Kraz. Something, um, yeah. right. Yeah. I def- yeah. That was definitely noticeable, but he was awesome mm-hmm. and probably would have been the highlight if Celise didn't come out and just. Oh, my, she, absolutely. Like she just, she blew it. She blew it out of blew the water. Of like the she water. made you forget about the rest of the show, quite honestly. It was like. Oh my God, there's one, all these highlights. Nope. Those just took a complete backseat when she took the stage because it was just, the energy was incredible. She killed it. Like I can't even explain it. Sure, your faces were melted right off. Sure. And Dave jumped at the end, and I definitely thought it was the end. And then Same. like I thought that was the end. Then he went into two step. Then he, exactly. And then during two step, I look over to my left, and there's uh, what I believe to be fireworks. So I start freaking out, but then they're not fireworks because then they disappear and then they appear again. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and there was like a drone light show, which I have never seen. I, apparently this is a thing, a brand new thing. I've never seen it yet. I never heard of it. So it blew my mind. It was incredible. What an incredible and an incredible song to, to watch it to. And I just was like, it was so epic. It was so great. I didn't even realize they did it night two. Cause it like night three was yeah. what everyone was posting about, obviously, yeah. but, but, but it was, it also happened night two. It also happened night two, but it, it was made, made to look more like fireworks. There weren't any shapes or anything like that. And oh, cool. I'm not sure if the, the one night two was even band organized or if it was just somebody that lives Dronin. close by that was like, we're going to drone. Yeah, we're going to do this. The only word I have to describe it was magical because it was mm-hmm. like they did all the shapes and then they're like, OK, we're done now. And they all fly away all lit up and they just all fly away together and it's like just like so cool it's like where are they going (laughs) i'm thinking about everybody being like kind of messed up probably a little high on that and like looking at the like what the hell is happening oh yeah because like lord knows i was not sober so i was like am i seeing that like is that really happening it was incredible it was incredible i didn't think i was like why haven't why have a night three night two just was incredible and um my buddy Matt told me like weather-wise, day one was so hot, surface of the sun. Day two mm-hmm. was like weird and windy and kind of fiery and smoky. But the mm-hmm. night three was incredible and absolutely beautiful. It was like yes. three different days of temperature, but the smoke did make an appearance, especially night two. It was you can yeah. smell it. That wasn't great. But um night three, it had it literally rolled out and the sky was blue as could be, and there was not a cloud in the sky, and it was gorgeous. And so how at this point, it's the end of night two. What's your slope ability report? Well, <laughs> how are you feeling? Are you able to like get back up the mountain? 
I mean, night two, you you know, night two is a little bit harder than night one. But, you know, my friend Aaron and I, as we were hiking up that slope, because we knew we had some sandwiches in the car, right? So we were like, we got to get okay, to the car. I got a sandwich. We're hiking up that thing. And she looks at me. She's like, this is what you have a Peloton for. Let's go. And, oh my gosh. Just, and I was like, you're right. This is why I have a Peloton. This is why I run <laughs> to, to get up this hill yes. all year long. This is what I train for. <laughs> <laughs> And so that was a little bit of a motivation to get up. You know, by night three, we were a little slower. Well, maybe Jeanette had uh, turkey and fresh mozzarella sandwiches waiting. I, I, I do. Sure, Jimmy thinks special. Thing, yeah. Jimmy thinks special. <laughs> Jimmy thinks special. So night three comes. You know, I'll be honest. Night three. Yeah. You know, you're you're like never miss a Sunday show, never miss a Sunday show, and and starts off a little slow, and you're kind of like what do they know it's Sunday? Mm. Like what's happening? Like I, I, I was like, you know, it wasn't bad. It was like nice. Yeah. I was looking, you know, for you, Trisha, I was looking for, forward to a walk around the moon. Cause we hadn't heard it all weekend, Ugh. you know? And then, and then we got, it's your thing. And I was like, okay. Was that it, good? I was kind of like, really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I know I kind of felt like that was Guilford's moment, but fine. Cool. Cause I haven't seen it. So thanks for the statistic for, for my stats, you yeah, know, it was fun. <laughs> But then that line, our grades was really excellent. Mm. Um, and I knew, I knew it had to come night three, you know, and so I was very excited about that. And then, you know, it'll get, again, it was like, okay, these are normal songs we're hearing Jimmy thing. And then Joe Lola comes out and they do cornbread, which I was like a little disappointed. I was hoping they would do rhyme and reason. And then, but then once they started typical, mm. everything changed, yeah. you know, the energy, what went from you know, zero to 50 so fast. And then everybody was like, oh, here we go. Let's fucking go. Here we go. You know what well, I mean? That's something. I mean, yeah, I love a Proudest yeah. Monkey opener. Yeah, I do too. It just low energy for the gorge, right? Sure. Like I felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be better as like a night one opener. Right. You know, like not fooling right. right. <laughs> I heard that Rapunzel was a big mess up, but I didn't oh, catch it. Oh, Lord. It, I didn't know. I was like, I, am I am I crazy or is this sound weird? It was, they were, I don't know if they could hear each other. It was bad. It was like, I didn't even know. I got to the point where I was like, what, are we still playing Rapunzel? Wow. I love a good what Rapunzel mess up. I love oh, a good was, Rapunzel But it kept up. going. Like they could never, they couldn't get it back, but they still played the whole song like that. Like it was just, I don't know what was happening. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm just going to keep dancing, but I'm pretty sure. Cause then, I, cause I thought it was me. Like, I was like, maybe like, I can't, I'm not maybe hearing I'm not functioning. Speaker. It's day three. Yeah. Right. I'm like, maybe I. <laughs> And then like everybody started looking at each other like, well, that was messed up. And I was like, oh, okay, it wasn't me. But yeah, once you got that typical and then that drive and drive out was so good. And then into Nancy's, into Ant's Marching, it was a great, a great, great ending. And then, and then, and then talk about it. And the best moment of the weekend. Mm. I mean, when they all came out, I got to be honest, we were all trying to predict what it was going to be because everybody was like, it's going to be like sister and to shake me. Like they're totally going to troll <laughs> us. Like that's what we were all thinking. But then the full band came out and I was like, it's going to be pay for what you get, you know? And, yeah. and then I was like, we'll probably get the pay for what you get. Halloween. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, I would be fine with that. I was like, I would be to perfectly. So when they broke into number 34, Ugh. I, the, I just, I'm getting chills just even thinking about it. Like the tears just streamed down everybody's mm. faces. It just turned into a big I'm cry fest. right now. Yeah. That and where so I sweet. was standing, I was on the opposite side this night now. So I couldn't, I knew the drones were there because I could see them on the side of the stage. I couldn't make out what shapes they were making. 
but I knew they were there and I knew they were floating around, which made it even more magical because I knew everybody was seeing this thing up there, you know, but then for that so right was when they did the, the, which I unfortunately couldn't see it from my point of view, but after I got out of there and heard that it was Roy and then a fire dancer, I was, my mind was blown. And I'm so glad that, I mean, I was looking at the stage, right? So I missed nothing. Like I'm not. Right. No one feels bad for you, right? right no. Right. And I don't feel bad for myself either. Right. right? Because I was watching <laughs> right. the band and they right, were right. incredible. And then when he didn't put the guitar down after so, right. I was like, oh my God, we're going to get what you are, you know? Like, so it was just getting, even getting an extra song in general was just it was a great way to end it it was it wasn't a normal encore in my opinion so it was a nice it was a nice surprise Very unique. And I was uh, on paper, you know, I've just been looking at all this on paper, but I feel like that end run is just an all timer for for the band at this point in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you couldn't ask for a better run to, you know, to end it. And we talk about Dave building set lists and shows building and all of that. And like this is, you know, yep. this, is proof, this is proof that like he knows what he's doing when he when he writes a set list because this is like sheer perfection exactly it's awesome especially like e1 song you want to like you want to ease the crowd back in and like you know things like pay for what you get in 34 are such deep cut fan service Mm -hmm. like you can't get better than that Mm -hmm. you know like if you don't get fired up for that you know i saw it on paper i was like oh my gosh that's amazing yeah you know there's something to be said about busting out a song like that. And it, it happened a couple of times this tour when, when they brought back pay for what you get. And then, you know, the, the crazy liberation of, of number 34, which has only been played twice since 2013. Wow. That in itself is incredible, but then you have to back it up. Right. And they did that at SPAC and then they did it, you know, they did it again at West Palm when they brought pay for what you get back and they backed it up with two-step but I think to back up 34 with So Right and What You Are, I mean, they they, they crushed it. it mm-hmm. It's just an incredible end to the weekend. And I think it all adds to how significant that 34 is when you back it up with, with a, a great ending. With That's drones. Call. That's a good call, and, Sean. Yeah. When, and not only that, but the the um, emotional aspect of mm. Roy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like that was very much 100% a Roy song. You know what yeah. I mean? And, oh, and, you know, the history of the of 34 and the Gorge, too, as well, you know, the year Roy died, they played 34. They didn't play 34. The band didn't play 34. They played it over the they Ooh. did a, a, a and they um, highlight reel of yeah. pictures of yeah. just Roy yeah. with 34 playing in the background. Oh, so, my God. And they did it all every night that year. Yeah. Um, wow. and he had just recently passed. Right. He passed right. on August 19th. And the Gorge is always Labor Day weekend. So and that moment was so. Um, yeah. That moment was so emotional. So to bring back 34 specifically at the Gorge is so emotional, you know, Amazing. and on so many different levels. Don't just yeah. It makes you think yeah. about a lot of other people. I have a friend who 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 is a huge part of my life is a huge Dave Matthews band fan who we used to go to all the shows together who passed. And 
I was, he was there, he was there, mm-hmm. you know? So I just think that that moment was just the, like the tip, the the peak of the whole entire weekend. Wow. You know? That's incredible. Yeah. You know, on a previous episode, Sean said that the best encore of the tour so far was a pay for what you get two step. But mm. I think this is the new. Yeah. Best I think encore if, if we could, if I could take that statement back and update it, <laughs> it's been updated. Yeah. This, this is, you better go on record. Just an, un- yeah, it's, it's, it's the best encore of the tour. It's the first time ever in the history of the band. That's so right. And what you are, we're both performed in an encore. You bring back 34 from, you know, from the dead, mm. incredible, mm-hmm. incredible encore. I think there's something to be said for, the Gorge isn't an easy trip for anyone, right? Like even people that are somewhat local, it's still a big ordeal. It's still a big production, but for the majority of people, it's a really big production to get there. There's a lot of travel involved. There's a lot of time and planning and all of this. And I think there's something to be said for when you can walk away from the third night of the weekend and kind of look back and say like, wow, the band really like went out of their way and and made this a special ending to the weekend. And they did that. I mean, they yeah. did that for me as somebody that was 3000 miles away and, and following the couch tour and set lists and all of that. So to be able to do that really when everyone's watching, I just think it speaks volumes for what the band's capable of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That was, a, again, the gorgeous a gift, you know, I, yeah. I think they know that we all come from miles and miles away. We make the voyage, as we say, right? And they know that. And so there's always something special. And like, it's whatever you least expect, right? Like that was, I t- said, those drones are the last thing I expected. That was incredible. Sure. So incredible. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I definitely was on socials all weekend talking to a lot of newbies that went for the first time. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think a little shocked at how grueling it can be, how the traveling and the mm-hmm. setup and how much work it is. And I just kept and how hot it was the first day. So mm. some people were struggling and I was like, don't worry, Dave will provide. It's true. And he did. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Any last words on the gorge, Jeanette? I guess it's just the most incredible weekend. I don't, it might even be, it might go down as one of my favorite gorges ever. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have another, we have another follower, Big Vu, who said 24 years are going and it keeps getting better. And if mm. you are, if you haven't gone, just, he wrote, book the effing tickets. Yeah. So, just do it. Matt, Sean, 2023. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> I feel better about the condo situation. I'll say yeah. that. I, I actually, a couple of people reached out to me and, you know, we're talking about our, our conversation. And I think that, you know, is a game changer, you know, for at least for me, hopefully, you know, people are, are not, are, are we even going to be able to uh, squeeze in there because everyone's going to be listening and, and booking right. this condo situation right. after, well, the, after this episode, but that's, it's definitely a game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, even down to the last minute, I was like, I guys, I got room in my condo. And Trisha, Trisha was thinking about oh, it. Oh, I was definitely thinking about it. But Trisha's I was like, always really gonna... thinking about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I it and you know what I'm thinking about right now? It's a perfect segue. We had this gorge weekend and then we wake up today. We get fall tour dates and let's jam about it. Yeah, let's do it. Fall tour dates announced. 
how many and how many days? Can anybody count? <laughs> what do you think? Are people sad? I'm I, happy because I'm going to go to some, but I'm more in shock than anything. I, I, you know, and listen, I was like in recovery all day. So there's a lot of sleeping happening. So I woke up to the news at some somewhere around lunchtime. And when I first took a look, I was like, what? Wow. Like I got like I'm from the Northeast. Like I can usually do the whole tour, you know, and I got one venue <laughs> and it's my home venue. So, you know, I'll take it. But, you know, I'm not I would disappointed isn't, isn't the word that I would use because I, I do feel so much love for the West Coast is yeah. happening here, which doesn't normally happen. Um, I have friends out there who never really get to do a full tour. So I'm super happy for them. But it's just different and it's not normal and it's not a normal full tour. In my and are, are you saying that you were not anticipating them playing in um, in Dayton, <laughs> Ohio at the Wright State University Nutter Center? <laughs> no, no, no. That right, wasn't okay. on my radar. All right. <laughs> I feel like Matt and Sean list. have some hot takes. Yeah. Go ahead. Let this yep. be your therapy session. Let it, you know, just <laughs> speak, us, your, speak your mind. We'll, we're here for you. you off of a ledge. Go ahead. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> Okay. I'm saddened. Okay. I'm curious. Mm. What is going on here? I mean, let's take a step back okay. and let's sort of do a, you know, 5,000 foot view of this year. You know, early on in the year, we hear rumblings about an extended tour into the fall. We hear maybe there's an album which I think we hear every year, but this year it was like, maybe there's definitely an album. We know there's definitely an album. We don't know what stage that album is in. And we hear, we start to hear rumblings about, you know, your normal fall slash winter tour. And a normal fall slash winter tour is the Northeast and is typically in support of a new album. It's just the way that it's always been. If you go back and look 2018, you had Come Tomorrow. 2012, you had Away From the World. 2010, you sort of had the tail end of Big Whiskey, so we won't necessarily really count that. But at this point, when we are looking at Fall and Winter Tours, we have an album and we have Northeast States. And this is none of that. And what's going on? So you're saying we're not getting an album? I think that's as striking as these tour dates are. The other striking thing is there is for sure no album coming because as Sean said, you're not going to play the Nutter Center in Dayton or Idaho or Nebraska to tell the world that you have a brand new album that you need to go buy. So it's very bizarre. We've been talking offline about some theories where some of these venue contracts signed was there an album that was going to come out and they were going to add to this and then everything just got shelved and they had to honor these contracts. The other interesting thing is that we have eight shows in 11 days. This band does not play eight shows in 11 days ever. They haven't played eight shows in 11 days since like 2000 or something like that. And so, so they're not a young band. They're not a young (laughs) band. Exactly. He exactly. looks great, though. Obviously, of course he, he do does. It. He gets better with age. But he is not the band. He <laughs> is yeah. the band. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think also, like, in addition to that amount of shows in such a small window, you're also talking about, like, a tremendous amount of travel, too. 
-hmm. It's not like mm -hmm. they're playing New York and then DC and then Charlottesville, you know, and sprinkling right. in sprinkling in some other East Coast shows. They're playing that amount of shows and they're they're kind of trekking like from the West Coast over to the East Coast. It's yeah. Think it, about it, how grueling that is. It's a really strange is. tour. Yeah. And think about how grueling that is for the crew. Like Absolutely. The crew has set yes. what is it? 11 shows in 18 yeah. days, basically. Eight. Yeah. yeah. But to Matt's point, eight in 11 days, like that, the last eight shows are really close together. And, and so what does that mean for creativity? You know, set list variations. I think that if you if you follow the band around, you follow the band around. But I don't think that a lot of people are going to be, especially like thanks the week before Thanksgiving, are people going to be like planning like to follow this trek like through a lot of the Midwest you know, in, in places that, you know, don't necessarily have more of a draw than just going to see the band, you know, nothing against Dayton, but, you know, it's not like going to Philly or Boston or, you know, or Baltimore or DC, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's very odd. Yeah. And I mean, if you're listening from Idaho or Ohio or Nebraska, we love you. Sorry. No, yeah. No shade. Like no shade. At <laughs> okay. All. No course. shade, but it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just, odd. Yeah, like in fact, I'm super duper happy for you people. You yeah. guys deserve 100%. it. 100%. Absolutely, it's just not a normal fall tour. That's all we're saying. Like, we're there's yeah. Are we saying that something no. happened? I don't think there's there's any question in my mind that if if this was an album tour, these are not the dates. Hmm. Maybe maybe a select few of them are. We've talked on air and off air about the obligations that they had to performing a show in Vancouver and and of course Madison Square Garden at the end of the tour makes a lot of sense. But I, I think, and you guys can tell me if you, if you think I'm wrong, but if this was an album tour, there's no shot that this is what the tour looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No way. No way. I, and these I, places are, are tiny. There's a lot of these, a lot of these arenas are, you know, on college campuses or, you know, they're, they're in sort of smaller locations where, you know, it's just a 12,000 person arena versus, you know, larger ones like, you know, like the the normal East Coast venues, we do get Chicago, which is really cool. I think that that's going to be the sleeper on a Tuesday. Pick on a Tuesday, will we get a last stop in Chicago? Ooh. Will we get one in Madison Square Garden again? I think Madison Square Garden, but Utah. I mean, a lot of Tuesday, Wednesday shows, which I will say, this tour I've sort of liked doing, but it definitely messes up your whole week. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been uh, for our sake. We are all East Coast. We're all over the East Coast, but we are all East Coast. For our sake, it would have been much easier if it was your typical Northeast tour. But that's not what played out. That's just not what played out. And I do agree with Matt and Sean. You said it too. But I'll, I said, I think I said this in last week's episode when we were discussing the fall day tour rumors that like I was getting a little worried that there's no album because we haven't heard any rumblings about it. And I just this is definitely like you said, not a not an album tour. There's no, it, I don't think it's happening this year. Well, that means there's more to come. I, I mean, that could <laughs> maybe there's going to be a Christmas present for us at the end of the year. No? I think more realistically next spring and we'll get a spring wow. tour then. And I'm okay oh. with that. I like a spring tour. What's spring? Like April, May? March, April, May. Yeah. Yep. Or the album just gets shelved. You know, it's happened like before. Every, yeah. Happened, we've seen it's we've happened seen this exact same too thing many happen. times in yeah. my opinion yeah. but, i don't like that but that's this band don't, they i don't are, like that pod that jane likes hot take i'm think, not down for that i think dave's um one of dave's it's not a flaw or it's not negative but he's a perfectionist when it comes to this and i think he 
that something will be good and he just keeps trying and then it, and then before you know it it doesn't happen because it just he can't get it to the point where he wants it you know well this sounds like another conversation for another mm-hmm. podcast it sure does <laughs> <laughs> what, how perfect dave is well no just uh just the well <laughs> yes yes should we have a separate episode just for that yep <laughs> just the uh history of shelved albums and redos and you know, potential producers that come on board who are, you know, sort of giving Dave back rubs and and making him feel, you know, saying yes to everything and all of that versus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really where I think challenging the band would result in, you know, much more deep and, you know, much more exploratory stuff, which, you know, we've seen happen in the past with certain producers, but you know, it, it's a it's a slippery slope, I think, because when some of that stuff happened, we've heard that the band almost split, you know, over mm-hmm. some, over some of these things. So you can't have it both ways, but it does make for interesting conversation. For sure. I also think it's interesting that the band tends to keep these things pretty close to the vest. And I think all of us, we talked about this on and off the air we're kind of caught off guard when Dave did during SPAC weekend, did his uh, Sirius XM DMB radio interview and talked about the, the album and right. talked about how close it was. I think that mm-hmm. caught a lot of people off guard. And then we started to see some not bad things by any stretch, but pictures and things that were coming from the studio of them being back in the studio. And we saw people that were in the studio with them. So we knew that the product wasn't finished. Uh, it's just really interesting to see that play out because the the band really does kind of keep these things under wrap. Yeah, um, sure. Even even when we know that they're coming, and even when there's reliable sources and and people kind of sharing some of this information, the band members aren't talking about it. So this time just felt a little bit differently, and and the timing of it at one point seemed to match up perfectly for an right. album tour. Yeah. Uh, yet here we are. I are. mean, and it could also be a record label thing. You know, there there could be some stuff that we don't know when it comes to when yeah. an album can come out. And, and you know, there's always these like business mm-hmm. side of things that like we'll never mm-hmm. understand. Right. Mm-hmm. So it could also be that it could be like, nope, album has to be 2023 album. You know, who knows? Well, I'd like to give Dave a back rub and say, <laughs> walk around the moon is so good. Just release the album. OK, you could do release a spoken a word album and just. <laughs> record walk around the moon and it would yes. be the number one dave you can do it just give us walk around the moon dave <laughs> i also have a request for this album where's bismarck put it on oh, oh yes please 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 yes well it looks like we have a pod that jane likes request for bismarck <laughs> but that wraps up fall tour we're gonna still continue to discuss in our next segment where are you going So where are we going? I requested tickets for Seattle, Portland, and MSG. So I might slide into Minnesota, but anybody else thinking about any shows? I requested for MSG, obviously. That's it, though. I don't know. I feel like anything else that would come up, I would just, you know, do a dip in. Right. A zip in. A dip in, dip out. I did Madison Square Garden and 
I'm not going to comment on any other show because of all the shows I attended this summer, there were, uh, they were all last minute, all at the time of recording podcasts. I said, I'm not going to any shows. And yep, sure did. Yep, it just sure kind of <laughs> kept happening. So <laughs> I'm going to put in for MSG and cross my fingers. And then I don't know, maybe we'll see what some of these other places look like in the fall. Sean's going to be picking fat. me up on the way to Ohio. Uh-oh. What do you, what do you, you're a big fat what, man? I'm a big fat zero. I'm a big fat zero. Oh. I'm not going, oh, I'm not seeing, I'm, I'm, <laughs> MSG just doesn't work out schedule wise for me. And yeah, because you're going to the Pats you know, game. That seems lame. not important. I am a season ticket holder, Trisha. <laughs> yeah. You know what else you're a season ticket holder to? The Dave Madden band. Okay? This podcast, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This isn't the pod that hike. Tom used to like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the second hike. That's the second TB12 reference of this podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Who knew? Who knew that was going to happen? <laughs> Who knew? Well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see where we end up. That's the. That's going to be the goal. That hashtag will map you at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> we'll see. I thought for sure we were going to get Mohegan. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for sure. Maybe some Boston, maybe even a Philly. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that there's no, not a New England show. Yeah. <sighs> Guilford baby. We're still grateful, <laughs> and absolutely. I'm excited for our West Coast friends, our Pacific Northwest friends, our absolutely Midwest friends, our Chicago friends, and we'll all end it together at MSG. I have a little PTSD because Warehouse gave me tickets that were on the roof last year. And I'm not being dramatic. That's not going to happen again. Literally. Why do you think it won't happen again? It better not. Well, don't count on the warehouse, but we're going to (laughs) make sure you're, I'm going to make sure you're not on the roof. Okay. I can't be on the roof, but the fact the warehouse put me on the roof, like, come on. I I know. I'm still mad about that. Well, interesting too. Do they not know? Interesting too, though, at MSG, you guys were saying that the entire floor is GA. It looks like that. Yeah, there's no it it, there, it doesn't say floor seating. It says GA floor. So I think the entire floor is GA, which I prefer. I I got the seats. I got to be honest, the seats when you, they're so close together when you can't move around and you can't like kind of like, you know, because I'm not a tall That's person awkward. and I, I it's very hard for me to see on a flat floor. So right. if I can't move around to find a spot to find the, you know, line of sight, then it it's not fun for me unless I'm in the pit. So I really do prefer a completely floor GA. And mm-hmm. I think that means more floor tickets. Yeah, more so, floor tickets. I was going to say there would be more. That's yeah, helpful. Yeah. I actually, one of the things that I don't love about arena shows, I really do love arena shows, but Me the too. one thing that I don't love is if you do get, you you can have really good tickets, but you know, a lot of times you have like, let's say you're like halfway back in the bowl and you like, you're standing so that you have to like stand sideways to see the show. You know, it's like, Everything in yeah. arena is set up to right. see like center court or center ice or whatever. And, you know, I wish more bands would take the initiative. I think you guys recently saw Harry Styles, right? And he was like center of the, you know, center of the place. I mean, I think that that really is the way to do it. In yeah. A lot of ways I've seen you two do that. You know, I, I think that that's the way to go is why not do that? Yeah. Right. I'll turn this into a Harry Styles podcast so fast. Don't Same. even mention his name. <laughs> so two Tom Brady references and a Harry Styles reference. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> we for... lost control of the pod. <laughs> um, I do want to say one other thing, one bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. I need to publicly apologize to Trisha. I gave <gasps> her a lot of crap on a recent podcast for 
saying that she hasn't torn up a lawn to two-step since the early 2000s. I said, you were wrong. We were tearing the lawn up. Guilford, two-step. Turns out Trisha had still abandoned me at that point. I was <laughs> in the pit while I was waiting for her to get back on the lawn. There's receipts. Uh, so There's but, receipts. I, Emily had receipts. It's, it's all over the internet today. It's, yeah, <laughs> yep. it's, it's true. It's like corn kid, you know, it's going crazy. Uh, corn kid. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am sorry, Trisha, that I oh, uh, misled our listeners. And uh, was, was my well, I would like to publicly apologize for abandoning you <laughs> during two step. I should have been tearing up that line. I knew at West Palm Beach, it felt different, though. I'm like, what am I doing? Tearing up this lawn right now. I haven't done this in a while. All is forgiven. Okay. We'll buy each other a treehouse next time we see each other. Ooh, yeah. Well, we dove into fall tour, but really the band is still finishing out summer. So where are they? They're in Colorado uh, this weekend. Yep, yep. And then Phoenix and then some California shows. Chula Vista Mountain View in Hollywood. And then we go in Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, which I mean, I can't say I'm not going to end up anywhere. Oh, man. I mean, you did say it. You did say it already. You did say it. That you yeah. were done. <laughs> I you am said done. It. You're right. I am done. But, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, <laughs> sister lives in San Diego. Mm, but so this I is do one think of my if, best friends. Oh, mm. I do think if I was going to dip in anywhere, though, we have two Dave and Tim shows coming up, too. And I think the boys are going. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there separately. It's going to be uh, hmm, interesting. Matt's, Matt's got the first one taken care of, and, and I'll be at Ocean's Calling in Ocean City. I'm so very excited. Jeanette them. and Trisha, we could, you know, maybe it won't take a whole lot to twist your arm and, and get you to one of those. Yeah. Oh, look at my arm was twisted. Okay. I oh, <laughs> I'll see it. Oh. <laughs> are those back-to-back weekends? Sound on sound and Ocean's yeah. Calling? I think I they think, are. Yeah, I think um, Sound on Sound yeah, is like a Saturday or Sunday, and then Ocean's Calling is like the next Saturday, right? Dave and Tim play on Friday. Of oh, the Ocean so Calling yeah, it's weekend. very close, actually. Yeah. But it's and then what is it, weekends. Sunday for Sound on Sound, Dave and yep. Tim? Yeah. Sunday. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I have an extra wow. hotel room, potentially. Oh, well. Oh, 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 oh. It's, it's all, sorry. Things falling into place. Yeah. We'll talk <laughs> offline. We'll talk Live offline. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. That was fun to recap the gorge and to talk about fall. We definitely hope to see you on the road. Follow us on social, yeah. IG, at pod that jane likes <laughs> we can't wait to engage with you and look forward to next time bye bye everybody bye take care